What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Football Fanatic. My name is Jacob Galpo, and guys, I am literally so excited. Free Agent Frenzy starts tomorrow, um, and I just, I've never kept up with the offseason as much as I have this year, and it's actually super exciting. Like, I always am just starved for football in the time between the Super Bowl and then the start of the next year, but I feel like it's not even gone because there's just so much, there were so many trades and so many just exciting things happening in the NFL. And I don't know if it's always like this or if I just never paid attention or what, but um, there were quite a few exciting things to happen this weekend. So um, with Free Agent Frenzy starting tomorrow, I know I'll be definitely doing an episode about that at some point, at least one. Um, but I figured I should put one up now, tonight, um, so that there's something up there before Free Agent Friends even gets started. So we're going to review and recap some of the trades from this past weekend. First of all, guys, the Panthers and the Eagles made a trade. The Panthers traded their cornerback, Worley, to the Eagles in exchange for wide receiver Torrey Smith. And I like this move for both teams. The Eagles just needed some cornerback depth. They did have a bit of a struggle at the position last year. They have Ronald Darby and a few other guys that were decent, but uh, they can always use some depth there. I mean, really any team can use some cornerback depth. So good move for them, especially getting rid of Torrey Smith. Like, they have a pretty talented receiving core, and Torrey Smith just didn't do a whole lot last year. Whereas the Panthers, after they traded Kelvin Benjamin last year, they were stuck with pretty much just Devin Funchess. They didn't really have much of anyone else who did anything. I watched a few of their games towards the end of the season, and there just wasn't a whole lot from any other guy. So I think it's a great move for them getting another guy. Um, I think he's going to be kind of the speed guy replacing Ted Ginn, who they lost. Uh, he signed with the Saints last year. So it's a good move for them. I think it strengthens both teams, and I liked it. The Seattle Seahawks broke up the Legion of Boom this past weekend, and they cut Richard Sherman along with uh, their other starting corner, Jeremy Lane. So that was an interesting decision. I really don't know what they're planning for the cornerback position next year. Uh, but the most interesting thing to me was to see where Richard Sherman was going to go. I was sure there were going to be a lot of teams that were interested in him. Um, frankly, I was hoping he went to the Packers. Um, I don't really... I'm not a huge fan of Richard Sherman as a person, but... We just need some sort of veteran presence, some sort of uh, leader for our defense, for our corners, especially. Like, we just don't have a lot of depth. And uh, we actually traded away our number one starting corner, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But, yeah, we just need some sort of corner. And I'm expecting that will be addressed in free agency. Um, but Richard Sherman ended up going to the 49ers. And I don't think he really even visited with any other teams that much. He... Went to the 49ers, I believe, first, and just, he already was kind of from around that area, and he just wanted to stay there, so, signed with them, uh, I believe it was a three-year deal, um, and the Niners, I feel like they're gonna be not bad next year, I mean, last year, obviously, they weren't playing that well at the beginning, then they get Jimmy G, put him in as the starter, and pretty sure they didn't lose a game the entire rest of that year, which is pretty crazy, considering... Jimmy Garoppolo is undefeated in his career. He played three games for the Pats, won all three of those games as well. Um, so pretty crazy. I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do next year and see if teams kind of, kind of figured him out at this point, if he's going to be as good as he looked in those other games. And um, Richard Sherman should be a big boost for that defense. So, I mean, they still are in a rebuilding phase, but they're getting pieces. 
Um, and depending on how they draft, they could definitely be a threat next year. And the, probably the biggest thing from this weekend, the Cleveland Browns were making moves. I mean, they were all over the place. And if you really kept up this weekend at all with the ongoings in the NFL, you probably know this already. But uh, Jarvis Landry was uh, on the Dolphins. The Dolphins franchise tagged him in hope of trading him, uh, which they did. The Browns traded for him, and then they restructured his contract to a one-year deal. Um, to prove it deal, but I expect he'll be pretty decent. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a very, very good player. And I like that move for the Browns. They need uh, a lot of wide receivers. Honestly, last year they had uh, Corey Coleman, Ricardo Lewis, uh, David Njoku. It's not, it's not like really big-name players. Seth DeValve, they don't have a lot of depth, really, on the offense. They have a great offensive line. They have a decent running back in Isaiah Crowell. Duke Johnson's a pretty good second-string um, but quarterback and wide receiver were their positions of need, really, and they started off with Jarvis Landry, who was probably the top-name receiver available. Then, pretty soon after that, they went out and got Tyrod Taylor from the Bills. Uh, I think that's an interesting move for the Bills because now they're stuck with just Nathan Peterman, uh, which means uh, for sure they're either going to go for someone in free agency or draft someone. Um, so interested to see where they go there. I have to think that they don't see Nathan Peterman as the future. Um, but for the Browns, I thought this was interesting for them as well because I did think they were going to go after a quarterback, but Tyrod is not the one I would have expected. Um, and my guess with what that exactly means is they just want Tyrod to play for a year or two. I'm guessing they're going to draft someone this year who is not really NFL ready, but a guy who can just sit back and actually learn instead of just being thrust into the game, uh, thrust into the starting role. Uh, as some of their other guys recently have been. They're going to give them some time to learn behind behind Tyra Taylor, to watch, uh, just to take notes and stuff like that. So that is really what I'm seeing. Tyrod isn't going to be their long-term guy, and I don't think he should be either. He, Tyrod's a good, decent quarterback, and he should be starting in this league, but he shouldn't be uh, like the franchise guy. He's not going to be the starter long-term. I think he's just filling in. Then uh, they t made a trade with the Packers for cornerback Demarius Randall, who, again, was our number one corner last year. Uh, that doesn't mean he was good because the Packers' defense was just horrid. Uh, Demarius Randall definitely, he's shown flashes of potential, but at the same time he also has had his share of issues, especially with maturity. Pro uh, probably a lot of you have heard the whole fiasco last year where he stormed out. Uh, he got benched at one point, and then he went to the locker room, and when they, uh, the rest of the team came back to the locker room after the game, he was gone. He had just straight up left. So that's not really a guy I want on the team. I'm not too upset he left. But I do think that it's just not... It was an interesting choice for them because they got Deshaun Kaiser. And Deshaun Kaiser, not really that great of a quarterback. Any of you who watched him last year know. And when I saw, when I saw that they had traded for him, I was like, seriously? And all I could think of is that play when the Packers played against them and the, the Packers ended up winning in overtime. But that play, they pretty much set up the Packers to win the game where he made this throw as he was getting, like, absolutely laid out by one of our linebackers, and the ball just goes, like, straight up in the air and gets picked off. Like, that's not really the kind of guy you're super excited to see come to your franchise. I mean, obviously we're not going to do anything with him, I wouldn't think. We've got Aaron Rodgers, and I really hope Deshaun Kaiser's not the guy that we're 
Um, it's going to be kind of the Brett Hundley replacement. I don't really, I don't really get that. But we did um, manage to move up. I think it was fourth and fifth round picks that we swapped with them. So we got to move up a few spots in both of those rounds. Uh, but a good depth move, again, for the Browns, getting another corner out there. And finally, they made another move the next day. They traded with the Pats. They traded a third-round pick. Or, excuse me, they traded Danny Shelton, their defensive tackle, for a third-round pick. So, Pats get another guy. Browns get another draft pick. And they still have a lot of really good draft picks for this, this year, too. I would be very shocked if they didn't take Barkley, the running back, first overall. And then maybe a quarterback with the fourth pick. I'm not really sure. I think they'll be getting one at some point, but the Browns, they could be a threat this year. Um, I don't really, I'm not saying they're like going to make the playoffs or something, but I see a pretty big turnaround. They're going to have some playmakers on that team, and I think probably the biggest problem with the team last year is the Stone Kaiser. He was throwing picks left and right. He had, I think, over 20. I didn't fact check that. I'm sorry, um, but it was a lot. So they go from him, they go to Tyrod Taylor, who threw almost the fewest interceptions last season. He's very, very careful with the ball, sometimes to his downfall, but it's basically the polar opposite of Deshaun Kaiser from what I can tell. So um, he is going to have to kind of learn it up, learn to chuck it up for Jarvis Landry because I think Landry can make plays with that. But uh, I think the Browns are going to be better this year. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they might be decently close, to be honest. I think they'll have six, seven wins, something like that, um, and maybe even on the way to something bigger. So I, th I was um, impressed with the moves they made this past weekend. I'm excited to see who they draft and how much they're going to grow this year over last year and see if, uh, really see, I know there's a lot of people who are still complaining that Hugh Jackson is the coach and he didn't get fired, but I'm excited to see if it's he's really the problem or it really was the players and see how much of a difference all these new acquisitions really make. Alright, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. It's another decently quick one, but I just wanted to make sure I got something out there so that uh, next episode I make, I can completely focus on free agency, which, again, I'm literally so excited for. Can't wait to see where some of these big-name guys are going. Can't wait to see if the Packers finally actually make some signings. Just as long as we've had Ted Thompson, free agency is like a dirty word, and it just never, ever happened. Aside from Julius Peppers... I can't really remember any big-name free agent we've got in, like, 10 years. And I'm sure there's something that I'm just not thinking of, but I'm excited to see with their new uh, Brian Gutekunst, the new GM, I want to see if we get someone special, um, hopefully a cornerback. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Hopefully Nick will be able to join me for some free agent talk. Uh, after we get some signings in throughout this week. So definitely stay tuned for that. And thank you guys for listening. As always, you can check out the footballfanaticpodcast.com to listen to all of the previous epi episodes. Uh, check out some of my picks from last year. Um, I guess that's not really going to matter too much, but we will definitely be doing that again because that was a ton of fun. So uh, with all that said, thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you next time.